Thank you for tuning into the Pictures of Lily podcast. I'm your host, Lily Moayeri. I have been a music journalist since 1992, and I interview a lot of music-related people. This podcast, which is named after the song by The Who, is about my experience behind the story, what my experience is doing the interviews, just to give you a snapshot of what it's like on the other side of the digital recorder. Pictures of Lily Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the Pictures of Lily podcast. This is episode 44. You can find us on every platform by going to picturesoflily.com, where you can subscribe or follow us and also connect to us on SoundCloud, YouTube, Pandora, and Amazon. Although it's really best to listen to the podcast straight from the source at picturesoflily.com, as it is the best quality audio and avoids copyright restrictions. In this episode, I talk about my experiences with DJ, producer, label owner, podcast host, influencer, adult film star, entrepreneur, and all-around hustler, Lupe Fuentes. Here are a few snapshots of my experiences with Lupe. I first became aware of Lupe in 2015 when Sarah Polanski, my editor at DJ Mag North America at the time, and I were talking about doing an article of female-run electronic dance music labels. I interviewed a cross-section of people for that article, all on email. I really dislike email interviews as they go against my whole journalistic style, but it really worked for this article. Lupe's label, In The Loop, was one of the record labels I featured. She stood out to me for two reasons. One, because she responded to me in a timely fashion and I didn't have to chase her down. Two, because her answers were great and that made her section of the article really dynamic and engaging. The following year, after the article was out, I met Lupe at that same editor's birthday party. Lupe took me by surprise because she looked and sounded entirely different than what I expected. She is super tiny and super pretty and she has an accent that is very pronounced. But she was very nice and very earnest, and she left a good impression on me. Three years later, I was talking to my editor at the LA Weekly about some ideas for the music issue, which was coming out May of 2018. I brought up Lupe as she is a fantastic producer, and I felt she wasn't getting her due. I should mention that prior to music, Lupe worked in adult films, and that didn't do her any favors in the electronic dance music community. She was, and I believe is, being blocked from opportunities because of her past in that field. Anyone else who could make music like hers and is as good of a DJ as she is with the kind of following she has on social media would be having a very different experience. My editor did go for the idea of me doing an article on Lupe, which was under the heading of Best Breakthrough DJ. This was a weird award for her as she'd been around the scene for a while, but it got her into the magazine, so I was good with that. Not only that, but she also landed the cover of that issue. For that interview, I met up with Lupe at the Nomad Hotel in downtown Los Angeles, near where she used to live. Unlike her Instagram presentation, or what might still be out there from her adult films, none of which I have seen, Lupe's day-to-day looks are very understated. She was wearing a bunch of oversized clothes, and it looked like her clothes were eating her up. I love it that she wasn't showing off her body, although she can't hide how pretty she is. We talked a lot about how she got into production and DJing and all her origin story type things. 
But what was more interesting and also sad was what she was saying about people thinking she was ghost produced or that she was just a DJ in a bikini and how some artists would refuse to be on the same lineup as her. I know for a fact that she worked for years on honing her production skills, same with her DJing. This is what she told me. When I first came into the scene, I felt I didn't fit in. I'm a woman. I'm an immigrant. I'm brown. I have a broken accent. It was very hard for my identity and it was hard psychologically. I tried to change myself to fit in. But with time, I discovered what's different about you is what's special. So I decided to be myself and make the music I wanted and not care anymore about anybody's opinions. In that moment, when I consciously decided that's the road I was going to take with my creative being, everything started changing for me. A lot of credible and respected DJs and producers like Roger Sanchez are on Lupe's side. Even if that has not been enough to get her over the edge, it hasn't brought her down because she knows where she comes from. This is something else she told me. When you're growing up, you're learning who you are in the world, who you are as a person, and where you're coming from. Then you build a story, the story of your life, the story of who you are. Then when you grow up, you take that story and go out in the world and say, this is who I am. That was not my experience. My story used to be, I'm not worthy of having good things. I grew up in extreme poverty. I didn't grow up in a family where I could make a choice to make music. To pursue happiness is not a luxury everyone has. When you are born into that environment, your thought is not, I'm going to be happy, I'm going to make music because it's what I love. Your thought is, I have to survive because if I don't take care of myself, nobody's going to do it. I met up with Lupe during the pandemic when restaurants opened up with outdoor seating just to catch up. Once again, she showed up very understated, straight from working out with zero makeup, and she looked amazing. We talked about possibly doing a project together, which, unfortunately, I can't do while I'm also teaching as it would take up a lot of time. But I'm happy to say Lupe has a new project, which is her podcast titled The Lupe Fuentes Experience. It goes out every Wednesday, and she has different guests with topics focusing on, in Lupe's own words, sexuality, mental health, people's journeys, and a safe space for creators to let loose. I have to say, in my over 30 years of personal experiences and observations in dance music, there is a lot of resistance to anyone entering the field if they are already established and recognizable from another field. This doesn't just apply to the adult industry, but if you're a pop star like Boy George, or a boxer like Nigel Benn, or a movie star like Idris Elba. I feel that as long as you're putting the time and the work in and taking what you're doing seriously and doing it out of the love and not just for the hell of it, more power to you. Something else Lupe said to me was, you can be whatever and whoever you want to be. I'm here, I've been here, and I'm here to stay. I have all the time in the world. Art comes from within, from your soul. In the end, the only thing that matters is music. I'm looking forward to hearing more of Lupe's music when she's inspired to produce again, hopefully soon. In the meantime, you can find both my LA Weekly cover story on her and DJ Mag profile on her label, In The Loop, linked at picturesoflily.com.
In the next episode, I will be talking about my experiences with another lady in the electronic dance music scene whom I have known personally and professionally for going on three decades, Heidi Lawden. From myself and my co-producer, director, editor, Lawrence Schroeder, thanks for listening. And if you have a chance to subscribe or follow the podcast on any of the podcast platforms, please do so. And please rate and review. You can connect to us on picturesoflily.com. And from there, you can choose your preferred podcast platform or SoundCloud or YouTube or Pandora or Amazon. You can also find the playlist for the podcast episodes on Spotify and YouTube. And if you're interested in receiving the Pictures of Lily newsletter, which goes out every other Wednesday, same day as our podcast, you can subscribe at picturesoflily.com. Thanks for listening. Pictures of Lily.